What does it do, Steph? Mm, what does it do? What does it do? Uh, it cries rivers. That's what this it is do. A throwback song. It really is. Everybody, just appreciate the throwback, and it's gonna be a good dance song. Here we go. It's a cool beat of like being slow, yeah, but yeah. also kind of fun. Like a remix. Yeah. Whoever did it, kudos. You done good. Uh, peaceful melody. Peaceful melody did this. Shout out to them. Shout out. <sighs> but for real though, we are due to cry a river. It's been a rough month or two. It has. Like we don't like to cry. We're still vertical, which is one of my favorite sayings from the late great mayor of Duncannon now, Mr. Nep. Oh. Mr. Rick Nep. He would say, I'm still vertical. Still vertical. <laughs> I do remember hearing him say he that. He always would say, when you ask him how he's doing, still vertical. <laughs> that is true. It's such That's a good a saying. I love it. <laughs> but it's been rough being vertical or horizontal for you because yeah, of the way. congestion. Yep. But we've been through COVID a month ago. And then Stephanie over here decided to push herself into jogging like a week <laughs> after she got over COVID. And Dunn got her a case of bronchitis. Sure did. With an acute case of, what was it on the side? A sinus infection. Sinus infection on the side. Yeah, like (laughs) bronchitis with a sinus infection on the side. Yep. And I finally did get a doctor's appointment to confirm that because we were like, yeah, this is bronchitis. But, you know, you can't diagnose yourself from Google, but it was right. (sighs) You were right. I didn't take the time to do it. But there were like two days in there, maybe three, that you were ready to go to like the er soon yeah because it's what's scary is the chest tightness because you're not like, being okay, able to breathe i'm having even if you're having a little bit of trouble breathing you start thinking well what if it suddenly gets way worse like it's, yeah it's scary yeah so i was like avoiding urgent care trying to dodge doctor bills <laughs> um but then i finally made one and did a quick little video visit thank goodness for technology really like covid has been rough but it's really made some things more convenient right Before COVID, going to a video visit with a doctor, (laughs) forget about it. Yep. Not a thing. No. So it was nice because I got on with him and it was, you know, just like, here's what's going on. He's like, oh, you have this and this. I'll prescribe you this. Any questions? Bye. It was probably, what, eight minutes long? If that. Awesome. Way under 10 for sure. Yeah. That's way less than you spend at a doctor's office and then you save money on gas and this and that right and pro tip if you make the first appointment of the day the doctor won't be late you know how you're always waiting on the doctor yep first appointment of the day he's not caught up with anybody else that's right he was like 12 minutes early for our appointment yep and i was too which never happens that is true (laughs) that is a fact people yep tip of the day if anything steph is 12 minutes late or two minutes late or on time. Yeah. Never early. No, 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 we don't do that. I don't have time for that. <laughs> You've really rubbed <laughs> off on me in the bad way that I used to be always early. 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes early to things just because I didn't have anything else going on in my life. But now it's the opposite. Here's here's my thing. And I think this is just because my life is so chaotic and I constantly have like 
all these things I want to get done. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't have extra time in the day to spend being 20 minutes early to an appointment. Like I need to use those 20 minutes to be walking Zoe, feeding Zoe, cleaning, getting gas. There's, there's always something. So I, I remember I had a couple friends, um, like years ago and two of us were together and we were meeting a third one and we were supposed to leave in like a a half hour to meet her at the time we had agreed. Right. And she, she said, well, you know, she's always early, so we should just leave now. And I was like, well, if she wants to be early and we're going to also be early, why don't we just say 1 o'clock instead of one thirty? Like, let's cut to the chase here, people. Hey, you know? Communication. <laughs> it's just knowing your friends, I guess, at that point. It's like I know a lot of people who, for their wedding, have made it 3.30 on the invitation, and then they actually plan to start at, like, 4 or mm-hmm. 4.30. And I think, oh, yeah. I think that's just a good rule of thumb because if people are a few minutes late, then they're not missing it. It's smart. So on top of us falling down flat on our faces to start this school year and this new season of life, uh, it seems like fall actually happened when fall happened this year. Like right away. The 22nd, first day of autumn or 23rd, whatever it was, it's completely fall. There's like no more temperatures above 70. Mm-mm. And at night it's like 40, 45. It's a beautiful thing. Summer clock right out. Isn't a huge fan of it, but I think she's starting to learn. Yeah, I, I do. I love fall weather. I think what concerns me with fall is just that you know what's right around the corner. And yeah. I don't ever feel like we get the right amount of fall. I feel like we have like a month of like nice fall weather where you can be outside in a light hoodie and long pants and be comfortable. And yeah. I feel like so quick it gets to the point where you need beanies and gloves and I have a feeling, and this is just I don't even know if I would call it a hunch, but being alive for, t- I almost said 10 decades. I'm not a hundred years old. People I wish I was. Not Sometimes quite. I tell my kids I am. They're like, are you 80? I'm like 90. I'm 90. I look good. Right. You but sure for real, um, being alive for three decades, at least, I don't know. You don't really have good memory of weather until you're maybe 10 ish. I don't know. Right. But like, It was such a dry summer. I feel like that is going to call for some type of drastic season in the fall, winter. Like it's either going to snow a ton or something's going to be weird. I did see an article that said it's predicted to be a pretty bad winter. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a quick fall. I think the trees are going to be falling. Not falling, but the leaves are going to be falling off the trees soon. Like not hanging on long. We are looking at school every day for morning duty. And I'm not kidding you. On like Monday, there was a tip of red at one of these trees. Tuesday, there's like a little layer at the top. Today, there's like 10 feet of red. Like it's growing Mm -hmm. by the day down this tree. Like every day, it's getting more and more and more red and more and more on other ones are turning everywhere around the only thing is the whole the mountains hold on a little longer but yeah it's coming quick and then winter's gonna be here and that's your favorite season oh, i can't wait it's almost gonna be like our covid to bronchitis it's gonna be fall to winter and it's gonna be quick and yep. cold that's, and rapid that's my problem with fall i love it but you don't get to live in it long enough you know there's like i, I feel like three to four weeks of nice fall crisp fall weather yeah 
but and then you're like oh no i need my winter jacket i'm not ready for this it's too soon <sighs> winter hat i've literally been thinking every morning like when am i gonna start wearing my winter hat beanies yep. or my warm hats because it was like 45 degrees this morning yep it was borderline if it wouldn't have been nice and sunny or something like that it would have been close yep we're getting there but being the end of fall or not the end of fall but the end of summer and the end of September and the beginning of October, we have still two camping trips left. Yes, we had to cancel two thanks to illnesses. COVID and bronchitis made us cancel two to Gifford. Yep, they were both at Pinchot. We rescheduled it to the next weekend. We could be available and then Steph got bronchitis. <laughs> so we had to reschedule it again and we just did it for next year. We're yep. like, well, we're not doing too well this year, so... Let's do the spring. Hopefully we're better by the spring. But we have one to Little Buffalo this weekend. And then for the last weekend that state parks are open, it's Halloween weekend. We're going back to Gifford Pinchot. But Little little Buffalo, we get to take Zoe. We get to, um, what else? We're trying to decide if it's going to be nice enough to take the canoe or kayaks. We're definitely going to take some type of bikes. And it's small. It's very small compared to Gifford Pinchot, I would say. For sure. But we don't know what to expect. We've never been to Little Buffalo. We've been up there to do everything but camp. All we know is that all of their sites are dog-friendly, which, as you know, means automatically they're a 10 out of 10 in my book. Big plus for Steph here. (laughs) But we're looking forward to fall camping. We might actually use the heater instead of the AC or having the windows open. So that's exciting to look forward to. And the nice thing is when you have a little tiny camper, it's very easy to keep it the temperature you want. Yeah, it really is. It's going to be great. Um, What are you looking forward to at Little Buffalo, though, for camping? I think this time of year it's going to be really nice because, like you said, a lot of the leaves are starting to change already, and it's so pretty up there. So I'm excited to do some hiking. We haven't hiked in a while. I think we should take a water vessel. Yeah. The canoe, maybe. Probably the one we can take Zoe in yeah. in her little life jacket. Maybe we could do some videos and maybe even do a video podcast with her. Yeah, Zoe's goes. Zoe's goes to Little Buffaloes. That's okay, it. We're doing it. That's it. Thank you for being a part of this creative process, everybody. Yeah, thanks for working <laughs> through this for us. Thanks for listening to us complain about our sicknesses all the time because, man, it's rough. It is. It's, it's demoralizing when you have things to do and you can't do them. Yep. And, you know, I feel like... As you get older, you just come to understand all of these struggles. Like, I feel like the older you get, you find yourself saying, oh, it's always something. It's always something. Yep, it is. It's the true facts. Yep. It really is. But, you know, it is what it is. We haven't done this for a while, Steph. We're going to do a bunch of random things here to end out. We're just trying to make it a quick little episode. Steph's still got a bronchitis cough happening. Right, and y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't want to hear none of that stuff. Haven't been on the radio in over a week now. It's been over a week. Legit. Yeah. So we're going to listen to this and do a randomly awesome fact from the ultimate book. Let's do it. Thank you, Scholastic Book Fair. Oh, yeah. $3, $4 book. No doubt. Do you want to do Natural World, Science and Tech, Everyday Life? Which one of those? Everyday Life. Okay. Do you want to do... Let's start from the bottom here. Um, Explorers. 
jobs. What job is right for you? Money. Potato chips. More food. Where should you live? Food. Language. Sight. Bodies. Human body. Food. Food. The first food. Yep. Here we go. You know I was going to pick the food. I, I really can't believe you didn't stop me sooner. If Christmas and dogs are not an option, just go straight to the food. True fact. Okay. Who is this singing? I don't know. I don't know, but it's cool. Okay. Everyday life food. Here we go. Globe trotting goodies to taste on your travels. So, we'll see if these are in the United States or Canada or uh, another place. Probably not either of those places because we have boring food in those places, really. Right. Uh, what do they have that's up in Canada? Cheese curds? Maybe. What is it called? I can't remember, but it's good stuff. We'll have to check with Chiefy on that one. Oh, pra- Get Chiefy on the line. Pru- praline? Pru- proline? What is the it's a P name? I'm not sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think. I know they're really known for maple syrup, but I think that's a, like probably a, st- a stereotype that's maybe not that true. It's just their flag, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of maple trees up there. Yeah. Right, Chiefy? Please confirm. Thank you. Please confirm, Chiefy. <laughs> Let us know. Send us send us a text. Okay. We're going to go backwards. There's six things on this list. I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing any of them. Poutine. Is that what you were thinking yes, about? Yes. Poutine. <laughs> I was still thinking about the food. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like um, cheese curds with gravy and stuff. And or like something. fries. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. They talk about it all the time. I've still never had it. And I've seen it on a menu somewhere. We have to get I it. I still haven't gotten it. I think it might have been at um, when we were up doing that rail trail. Yeah. At Jackass Jack Butt Brewery. Brewery. I was like, oh, can I say that? That's <laughs> yeah. the name of the brewery. It's on their sign. They have a ton of drinks. Sorry, like Mom. That. The... Uh, they have so many drinks, yeah. Um, number six, Kopi Luwak is super expensive coffee made from beans that have been pooped out by I don't even know what this is. It's a little mammal, little mammals in Indonesia. It's called a civet, little Ew. rats and mammals. <laughs> no, thank you. There's a picture of it. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Sorry thanks. for the... Look it up. Kopi Luwak. K-O-P-I-L-U-W-A-K. It sounds kind of gross. <coughs> A ping is fried tarantula, and it's eaten and enjoyed like candy in Cambodia. Mm-mm. I'm out on that one. I'd probably try it. I would not. I would not. I don't want those things anywhere near me. Even they're if they're dead. Dead and edible, though. Mm-mm. Yum yums. I feel like this is a very Cambodian song. It does sound. Sounds a little foreignish. Yeah. Haggis is a Scottish specialty. I don't have a good Scottish. That was not good. <laughs> spot. I don't know what a Scottish accent is like. It's the heart, liver, and lungs of a sheep. Nah. And it's boiled in its stomach. I've actually heard of that before. They take the stomach out and boil all that stuff inside the stomach in like a soup. Oh, yum. Sounds great, not. Hakarl is basking shark that is buried and then hung for months until it has rotted. It's enjoyed in Iceland. I think I've also heard of that. It's like a cured meat type of thing. Almost like a pepperoni or a salami. Right. And then just shave it off the shark. Oh, this one's tough to pronounce. Sankaji. 
is a Korean dish consisting of pieces of small octopus that are eaten while they are still moving. Living. Ew. No. Sangakaji. I've seen people in movies eating things that are still alive, and I can't think of anything more disgusting. To those people, we salute you. Yeah. That is tough. Mm-mm. You are a tough butt. I don't know why you would choose to do that. I just. <laughs> if you were hungry enough, I'm going to tell you right now, you'd do it. If you're desperate, but these are people that have other access to food. It's not like they're starving. Well, maybe there's something we're missing here, and it's just really, really good for you, and we didn't know. Mm, I don't care how healthy it is for you. It's fresh. Mm-mm. The freshest it could be is living, right? I guess that's true. <laughs> Getting all the nutrients out of that that's sucker. That's true. It makes sense. That's what they say out of like vegetables. You pick a tomato off the vine and eat it, you're getting 100% of that nutrients. You right. let it sit for a few days, you're getting 70, 80, maybe less. Stuff at the store that's been shipped there for a week, it has like 20, 30% of the nutrients in it did when it was pulled from the vine. It's true. It stinks. But for living stuff, it makes sense too. Um, a mopane worm. Is dried out and eaten as a crispy snack in Zimbabwe. That's why I don't travel. Mm-mm. This is why I don't travel, people. No, none of this sounds appealing. If we find one thing that is appealing, I'll be surprised. But none of it. We're going to have to pick one thing we would eat off of this when we're done. This is German for sure. Strommering. I don't even know how to say it. I, I sounded good to me. Strommering is fermented herring. It is gobbled up in Sweden. Said to smell more disgusting than any other food. Mm. Some things can smell bad and taste good, but like blue cheese. Right. One of my favorites. That might be the only thing I can think of that's in that category. What? Fermented herring? Smells bad but tastes good, you said? Yeah. I I can't think of any other things in that category. What else smells bad but tastes good? good well i could maybe eat it because mm. i because i can't smell anyway so it'd be a good time for me to try it i don't know that ginger smells good but it's good in small amounts in some things true there are some things. i don't know it's hard to think of things on the spot but yeah i've heard of this one before bird nest soup in china made from the nest of a swiftlet which uses its saliva to build its nest you literally like boil this saliva nest down and eat it mm. Was, my stomach it's hurt. super expensive. I didn't have an appetite when we started this, but it's definitely not going to be here now. The number one food to eat is ant larvae or grubs found on the roots of agave plants in Mexico. I think they put those in the tequila. Those, those grubs in the bottom of some tequila. Right. I don't get that. I'm not about eating that thing. I think People I'm say good. you like hallucinate yeah. if you eat that. You probably just get sick and throw up, and that's why you think you're hallucinating. But that's that, people, for randomly awesome facts. Eat a bunch of that food on your travels. I will say, when you travel, it is fun to try the local cuisine, whether you're in Ocean City or Pennsylvania or wherever mm-hmm. you're at, just going different places and trying to find local food joints. Right. Try something new. It's, it's fun stuff. So, I had written in here the good, the bad, the lazy. The one thing we did last week about the good and the bad things of something. But I did not think of one topic. Okay. So, do you want to do one on the fly? You can try to do like one or two each. Um. What would be the good and the bad of something? I got one. Did we do this last week? Technology. 
Mm, I don't think we did. I don't think we did that. For you. Um, what's good, what's being bad? Being able to connect with people is the good. Yep. Um, Doing FaceTime visits with your doctor. Yeah. That's good. Like that. Right. There's those benefits. But the bad, the bad is that it has a lot of issues and sometimes it doesn't work right and it opens you up to so many negative things as far as like social media and comparing yourself to other people and it takes up your time. I think it can have like it's a double-edged sword. It's so convenient to do a lot of things that that's what's bad about it too. Like it's good for that reason if you need something from it importantly. You need to learn something. You need to do something. Cool. But it's also so convenient that that's all people do. They're like addicted to it. It's like overwhelmingly invasive in people's lives and they don't go outside anymore and it's... yep. It's the bad thing that is also the good thing. It's too convenient. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know how parents put like certain restrictions on hours of their like video game timing? Mm-hmm. We should do that for ourselves as adults too. There's apps that can do that. Yeah. I mean, of course you can just hit ignore and that's what most people do. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I ran out on my two hours of social media time. I'll just do 15 more minutes. And you know how it is. You get sucked into it, and then an hour goes by. I've never done that, but it really would be something good. All right, that was mine. Just you think of one, and we can be done with it, I think. You can put a check mark on that. The beautiful thing about this topic, you can say anything. We can do fall. Autumn. What's good about it? I, for some reason, love the change of any season i think i was just thinking about that today summer's really hot and i don't like that but you do so it's nice when the weather's cooler i love when the leaves are different colors even though it probably won't last long i just like i guess changing seasons i like all i like having four seasons it's part of the four seasons and for example michael in florida doesn't have those michael and mariana don't have four seasons they probably have one and a half right so the bad, the bad would probably be that it's right before winter. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I do, even though I love hot weather, I do always like get happy when it's fall because it's new and exciting and pumpkins and fall things. You can and, wear layers and flannels right. and more clothes to look cute. Like right. I'm just talking for Steph here, but maybe <laughs> myself. Yourself. Maybe myself too. Your cute flannels. Yeah. It just makes it more possible to wear clothes, whereas in summer you're like what am i gonna wear that's not gonna be exhaustingly hot right and you just end up sweaty and you're gonna see my sweat pits in it right and then you end up wearing the same like light t-shirt and shorts that are comfortable yep exactly summer long (sighs) fall i think it really is one of my favorite seasons yeah i love it it's really good fall and spring are great Spring's my favorite too because you're like finally it can be summer again Mm -hmm. come on yeah spring's the best all right, let's end this up with some rapid-fire would-you-rathers. Would you rather be a genius that everyone thinks is an idiot or an idiot that everyone thinks is a genius? Mm. If you were an idiot but everybody thought you were a genius, I think my imposter syndrome would be even worse than it is now. Like, if you're stupid, but everybody thinks you're really smart, and they're coming to you and asking questions and relying on you. And then you're messing stuff up? Yeah. 
Um, I so I think I would want to be a genius that everybody thinks is an idiot. I'm you always can hustle them. I'm always picking the sleeper status. Be great, but don't look great. Yep, that's what mine going for. Heck yeah! All right, this one is is uh, specific to us and other people. I think that like Survivor. Would you rather win on Survivor or on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Mm. Pre pre relationships. Right, right. I mean, going on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. And this is exactly not the reason to go on there, but let's be honest. You go on there, it, it changes your life. I mean, mm-hmm. if you become famous, those people that make it far on that show and become well-known, they don't have real jobs. Yeah. Like, they're like, mm, I'm a content creator. Like, I just make Instagram posts. Mm, yeah, I'm a YouTube person. Mm. Yeah. And that's and that's what they do, and they're famous. And the, Like, let's be honest. They become rich and famous, and they get to probably do whatever their passion is. Whatever they want to do for work, they yeah. can. They have the money and the means to do it. That's true. So I would pick that for, for the wrong reasons. It's true, because people that win Survivor... Like, that's the only one that gets notability. That's right. the only one that makes it out of that situation. Everybody yep. else that's on Survivor goes back to their, their normal life for the most part. Right. Like, there's a few select people like Boss and Rob and other people like that. The, that have get to be really well-known. Definitely been well-known and been on multiple seasons of Survivor that have probably had their lives changed. And shoot, there's multiple winners that have been back-to-back winners or not back-to-back, but multiple winners of Survivor. Like, Boss and Rob and a couple other people have won two or three times. So, I think I would pick Survivor just because I think I would feel more accomplishing. Because if you're going to win, like, that's that's something to right. win. Survivor is up your alley, too. We always talk about what yeah. we would do if we were on Survivor. I don't think I could ever win it, but, man, would it be so fun it to would. try. I think, I think my body would give out on me. That's what I think would be the problem. I think I just would not survive physically. I would die. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I could do it, but let's be honest, we all have such a cushy life. It'd be really hard. Yeah, it'd be really, really tough to be that hardcore out of nowhere. This is a random one, but would you rather be loved by the general public, but your family and friends hate you, (laughs) (laughs) or hated by the general public, but your family and friends love you? This is an easy one for both of us. This is hilarious. It is, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I guarantee there's people out there that would be like, screw my family. Right. They I can don't hate care. Me. Nope. I want to be loved by everybody else. Yeah, I think this is an easy one for both of us. I don't. Could you imagine if, like, our moms were like, we hate you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the general public. Like, screw them. If my mom said that to me, I think I would crumble. <laughs> I would burst into flames. <laughs> and doesn't that include each other? Like, like yeah. we're family. Yeah, like, yeah. if you told me you hated me, I, I can't. Like, no. who has family and friends that hates them? <laughs> right. Who does that? How terrible of a person must you be for your own mother to not even love you? <laughs> I honestly feel like you have to pick the right answer here to be a normal person because the general public probably should hate you if your family and friends love you because you're doing your own thing and they're like what's he doing with his life right I'm living his best life yeah people are cynical let's be honest judgmental haters <laughs> oh that was just a funny <laughs> random one to throw in there i like that would you rather be colorblind or what let me lose your taste and sense of smell uh I, I, I was immediately about to go to colorblind because I'm so tired of not being able to taste and smell. 
but how crazy would would that be now there's different levels of colorblind where people see like red for some other color or green for blue and like they're switched or whatever i could deal with one of those but what if like you're just you're just black and white what if you have no color that would be insanely depressing it would be more depressing than smell and taste i don't think that's what colorblind means though See, I picture like black and white, like an old movie. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm picturing. No, colorblind's not that. You just see different shades. Right. I could do that. That's fine with it's me. Not that what big do, a deal. It's not like my daily job involves me being able to immediately identify a color correctly. Like, you know, it's funny that you say that. I had a friend that was a little bit older than me, family friend, I should say, and he wanted to be like an electrician, an electrician in the army, like in the military, and he was colorblind. And you need to know like what color wire. Oh my gosh! And right. like red wire, blue wire, green See, wire. Some jobs it really matters. He couldn't do it. They wouldn't let him. Wow, that's it's so sad. Heartbreaking because he was like, "I'll just learn that purple is blue and red is green. I'll just right. learn the colors that are different. It's not that big a deal." That's like true, yeah. But they wouldn't do it. They're like, "No, that's Too a deficiency. Risky. We can't. We can't trust you if you go into a foreigner's like whatever situation." I mean, I get that. For you got to be safety. able to know what colors what because we're not going to be able to help you like in a stressful situation. Figure that that math out That's basically really sad so it is sad like some people that are colorblind are disadvantaged if they want to do something in life right but that was a very extreme circumstance yeah. i would say um i think i only have one one left because the rest of these are kind of silly so it is would you rather give up the internet or give up showering for a month mm, internet yeah that, that would be refreshing instant instant answer for me like no internet and i'll take more showers yeah i don't think that you would be around me if i didn't shower for a month we're we're very like obsessive about that <laughs> yeah yeah you'd be like um can you sleep outside you smell <laughs> this doesn't work for me i'm gonna go sleep in the river <laughs> it really wouldn't be good right well hey it's been a rough a rough month or two pray for me and stuff <laughs> we'll pray for you too yeah. Everybody's going through something. That's another one of my favorite quotes, you know. Yeah. Everybody's going through something at some point in life. That's why I always say be nice somebody. And I always say kiss your dog. <laughs> <laughs>